Section 8 of A Color Notation by Albert Henry Mansell. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Avaii in April 2017. Appendix to Chapter 4 Children's Color Studies these reproductions of children's work are given as proof that color charm and good taste may be cultivated from the start. Five middle hues are first taught by the use of special crayons, and later with watercolors. They represent the equator of the color sphere, see plate 1, a circle midway between the extremes of color light and color strength, and are known as middle red, middle yellow, middle green, middle blue and middle purple these are starting points for training the eye to measure regular scales of value and chroma only with such a trained judgment is it safe to undertake the use of strong colors beginners should avoid strong color extreme red yellow and blue are discordant they shriek and swear mark twain calls roxana's gown a volcanic eruption of infernal splendors. Yet there are some who claim that a child craves them and must have them to produce a thrill. So also does he crave candies, matches, and the carving knife. He covets the trumpet, fire gong, and bass drum for their thrill, but who would think them necessary to the musical training of the ear? Like the blazing billboard and the circus wagon, they may be suffered out of doors, but such boisterous sounds and color sprees are unfit for the schoolroom. Quiet color is the mark of good taste. Refinement in dress and the furnishings of the home is attractive, but we shrink from those who are loud in their speech or their clothing. If we wish our children to become well-bred, is it logical to begin by encouraging barbarous tastes? Their young minds are very open to suggestion. They quickly adopt our standards, and the blame must fall upon us if they acquire crude color habits. Yellow journalism and ragtime tunes will not help their taste in speech or song, nor will violent hues improve their taste in matters of color. Balance of color is to be sought. Artists and decorators are well aware of a fact that slowly dawns upon the student, namely that color harmony is due to the preservation of a subtle balance and impossible by the use of extremes this balance of color resides more within the spherical surface of this system than in the excessive chromas which project beyond it is futile to encourage children in efforts to rival the poppy or buttercup even with the strongest pigments obtainable their sunlit points give pleasure because they are surrounded and balanced by blue ether and white green fields. Were these conditions reversed, so that the flowers appeared as little spots of blue or green in great fields of blazing red, orange and yellow, our pained eyes would be shut in disgust. The painter knows that pigments cannot rival the brilliancy of the buttercup and poppy enhanced by their surroundings. What is more, he does not care to attempt it. Nor does the musician wish to imitate the screech of a siren or the explosion of a gun. These are not subjects for art. Harmonious sounds are the study of the musician, and tuned colors are the materials of the colorist. 
Corot in landscape and Titian, Velasquez and Whistler in figure painting, show us that nature's richest effects and most beautiful color are enveloped in an atmosphere of gray. Beauty of color lies in tempered relations. Music rarely touches the extreme range of sound, and harmonious color rarely uses the extremes of color light or color strength. Regular scales in the middle register are first given to train the ear, and so should the eye be first familiarized with medium degrees of color. This system provides measured scales, established by special instruments, and is able to select the middle points of red, yellow, green, blue, and purple as a basis for comparing and relating all colors. These five middle colors form a chromatic tuning fork. It is far better that children should first become familiar with these tuned color intervals, which are harmonious in themselves, rather than begin by blundering among unrelated degrees of harsh and violent color. Who would think of teaching the musical scale with a piano out of tune? The tuning of color cannot be left to personal whim. The wide discrepancies of red, yellow, and blue, which have been falsely taught as primary colors, can no more be tuned by a child than the musical novice can tune his instrument. Each of these hues has three variable factors, and scientific tests are necessary to measure and relate their uneven degrees of hue, value, and chroma. Visual estimates of color, without the help of any standard for comparison, are continually distorted by doubt, guesswork, and the fatigue of the eye. Hardly two persons can agree in the intelligible description of color. Not only do individuals differ, but the same eye will vary in its estimate from day to day. A frequent assumption that all strong pigments are equal in chroma is far from the truth, and involves beginners in many mishaps. Thus, the strongest blue-green, chromium sesquioxide, is but half the chroma of its red complement, the sulphuret of mercury. Yet, ignorance is constantly leading to their unbalanced use. Indeed, some are still unaware that they are the complements of each other. It is evident that the fundamental scales of hue, value, and chroma must be established by scientific measures, not by personal bias. This system is unique in the possession of such scales, made possible by the devising of special instruments for the measurement of color, and can therefore be trusted as a permanent basis for training the color sense. The examples in plates 2 and 3 show how successfully the tuned crayons, cards, and watercolors of this system lead a child to fine appreciations of color harmony. Plate 2. Color studies with tuned crayons in the lower grades. Children have made every example on this plate with no other material than the five crayons of middle hue, tempered with gray and black. A color sphere is always kept in the room for reference, and five color balls to match the five middle hues are placed in the hands of the youngest pupils. Starting with these middle points in the scales of value and chroma, they learn to estimate rightly all lighter and darker values, all weaker and stronger chromas, 
and gradually build up to a disciplined judgment of color. Each study can be made the basis of many variations by a simple change of one color element, as suggested in the text. 1. Butterfly. Yellow and black crayon. Vary by using any single crayon with black. 2. Dish. Red crayon. Blue and green crayons for back and foreground. Vary by using the two opposites of any color chosen for the dish and omitting the two neighboring colors. See number 4. 3. Hiawatha's canoe. Yellow crayon with rim and name in green. Vary color of canoe, keeping the rim a neighboring color. See number 4. 4. Color circle. Gray crayon for center and five crayons spaced equidistant. This gives the invariable order, red, yellow, green, blue, purple. Never use all five in a single design. Either use a color and its two neighbors, or a color and its two opposites. By mingling touches of any two neighbors, the intermediates are made and named yellow-red, orange, green-yellow, blue-green, purple-blue, violet, and red-purple. Abbreviated, the circle reads R, Y, R, Y, G, Y, G, B, G, B, P, B, P, R, P. 5. Rosette. Red cross in center, green leaves, blue field, black outline. Vary as in number 2. 6. Rosette. Green center and edge of leaves, purple field and black accents. Vary color of center, keeping field two colors distant. 7. Played. Use any three crayons with black. Vary the trio. 8. Folding screen. Yellow field, lightly applied, green and black edge. Make lighter and darker values of each color, and arrange in scales graded from black to white. 9. Rug. Light red field with solid red center, border pattern and edges of gray. This is called self-color. Change to each of the crayons. 10. Rug. Light yellow field and solid center, with purple and black in border design. Vary by change of ground, keeping design two colors distant and darkened with black. 11. Lattice. Yellow with black. Alternate green and blue lozenges. Vary by keeping the lozenges of two neighboring colors, but one color removed from that of the lattice. For principles involved in these color groups, see Chapter 3. Plate 3. Color studies with tuned water colors in the upper grades. Previous work with measured scales, made by the tuned crayons and tested by reference to the color sphere, have so trained the color judgment that children may now be trusted with more flexible material. They have memorized the equable degrees of color on the equator of the sphere and found how lighter colors may balance darker colors, how small areas of stronger chroma may be balanced by larger masses of weaker chroma, and in general gained a disciplined color sense. 
definite impressions and clear thinking have taken the place of guesswork and blundering. Thus, before reaching the secondary school, they are put in possession of the color faculty by a system and notation similar to that which was devised centuries ago for the musical sense. No system, however logical, will produce the artist, but every artist needs some systematic training at the outset, and this simple method by measured scales is believed to be the best yet devised. Each example on this plate may be made the basis of many variants, by small changes in the color steps, as suggested in the text, and further elaborated in chapter 6. Indeed, the studies reproduced on plates 2 and 3 are but a handful among hundreds of pleasing results produced in a single school. 1. Pattern. Purple and green. The two united and thinned with water will give the ground vary with any other color pair. 2. Pattern. Figure in middle red with darker blue-green accent. Ground of middle yellow, grayed with slight addition of the green and red. Vary with purple in place of blue-green. 3. Japanese teapot. Middle red with background of lighter yellow and foreground of grayed middle yellow. 4. Variant on number three, middle yellow with slight addition of green, foreground the same with more red and background of middle gray. Five, group, background of yellow red, lighter vase in yellow green and darker vase of green with slight addition of black. Vary by inversion of the colors in ground and darker vase. Six, wall decoration frieze pattern made of cattails and leaves the leaves of blue-green with black tails of yellow-red with black and ground of the two colors united and thinned with water wall of blue-green slightly grayed by additions of the two colors in the frieze dado could be a match of the cattails slightly grayer see figure twenty three page eighty two seven group foreground in purple-blue grayed with black, vase of purple-red and background in lighter yellow-red, grayed. For analysis of the groups and means of recording them, see Chapter 3. End of Section 8